Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the Realtor.com editors. <laughs> what? I like that you caught yourself in the middle of that, but then I was gonna like you just you wrote it out. <laughs> like you Should heard just- yourself. You're like, I'm just gonna ride that wave. <laughs> we could just keep going. I'm Natalie Way, <laughs> and I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome back to the podcast uh, <laughs> from the editors of Realtor.com. <laughs> the editors. Um, we have some exciting news that just broke a little bit ago. Yeah. For one of our uh, past guests, dare I say friend of the pod, <laughs> uh, Ty Pennington is engaged. I know. It's so exciting. The summer of love, apparently. Hot, hot vac summers working I well know. for some people. It's so exciting. He is engaged to his girlfriend, Kelly Merrill, who uh, I think they, they've they known each other for a long time. I guess they met back in 2010. Yeah. Um, they haven't been dating that long, though. Like, they met and then they stayed in touch. They rekindled last year and they quarantined together. So cute. Uh, which, yeah, so cute, right? It's like a Pretty total... Sure. Yeah, it was COVID a love cute, story. I think. I mean, I think they met on a, one of the shows that he was working on, and mm-hmm. yeah, as you mentioned, they quarantined together. I'm pretty sure she was there when we were talking with him earlier this year, and we could kind of hear her <gasps> in the background. It was very adorable. They That's seemed to have right. a, a very good rapport. Um, I don't know much about her. I know that she is 33 and a social media manager originally from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And that he proposed on over morning coffee on the dock of his home in Palm Coast, Florida, which is just so freaking cute. He's like, I guess he when you know, you know. Yeah, he was just so ready. Um, he's been getting so many messages and comments on his Instagram post of the ring uh, from, you know, f- current and past uh, hosts um, of shows that he's been on HGTV people just being like what oh my gosh like she's a total keeper like good job congratulations so um, yeah just such good news for such a great guy um, and I guess that he and Kelly are fixing up a house that they bought in Savannah Georgia together yeah I think that might have been the project that he told us about on our podcast in Savannah. Mm, So I think she's involved in this world. I mean, I think maybe she started out as social media manager, but obviously has, you know, an interest in the home improvement realm. So Mm -hmm. maybe we can see a show from them soon. That would be so cute. A couple shows. Yeah. It's like a 19th century home in Savannah. So I'm sure it has like really cool bones. Uh, yeah, I, I really hope that we get to follow along with that with that renovation. But yeah, Ty, if you're listening, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. We couldn't We're be more excited for you. In other steamy relationship news, uh, we just got the news today that Jason Oppenheim and Chriselle Staus of Selling Sunset are together. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, cozying up to the boss. Yeah, this is also taking the internet by storm today. Um, Chriselle posted pictures of their Amalfi Coast vacation that they're on with some of the other cast members of Selling Sunset. 
Uh, and in this carousel of photos, one of the last photos there was her and Jason getting very close and him kissing her neck. And it was kind of, I think she even captioned it like the J-Lo effect or something. Or she said something <sighs> to the to, to the effect of the J-Lo effect, which, of course, is in reference to J-Lo going Instagram official with Ben Affleck also um, funny this last weekend. Ben and J-Lo are currently also on the Amalfi Coast right now. Yes. So, uh, sh- okay, Chriselle, like, you're... <laughs> J-Lo and Ben. Oh, I Chrishell, just snorted. <laughs> and Jason. Okay. I'm not saying she's trying to position herself as J-Lo. I'm just saying there's a coincidence that they... There's a they're coincidence. They're both on and the Amalfi But coast. there's also a... There's a big difference. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So Chriselle, like Rachel said, um, works for the Oppenheim Group, which is the real estate agency that Jason... Oppenheim owns with his brother Brett Oppenheim. It's featured on the show Selling Sunset. We've recapped the fir- I think the first episode of Selling Sunset, right? Mm-hmm. Some one season premiere. I think we we recapped. It might have been the most last season premiere. I think. Yeah, we'd be glad to do more. It's obviously a show that is uh, has found a foothold. It's found an audience mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, has a lot of drama. Less about the real estate, but that's fine. You know, you and I love the drama. I know. It's from the producers of The Hills. So it's very focused on like the interpersonal drama and the the work, the workplace drama as well. Um, And it features a lot of real estate porn, too, because they're selling like multi-million dollar houses. Right. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. But I mean, if she's with Jason now... I just, I would be fascinated to see how that might play into a future season. Mm -hmm. I know it's been renewed. Um, I know that her, that Chriselle's divorce from Justin Hartley from This Is Us, that has taken in the past a big chunk of airtime, like the drama surrounding that. So the fact that she's now in a new relationship with her boss, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is the subject of the show, like I really wonder how they're going to... portray that or is it a publicity stunt because now I definitely want to watch it could it could be like it could totally be I mean I've seen people posting reposting Chriselle's photo of Jason kissing her neck and people being like they're playing us like a fiddle like you know kind of the same thing as people are doubting the Ben and Jen Mm. and JLo romance it's like is this a publicity stunt it could be I know, yeah. They have they have a new season coming up. Um, I don't know. I I never trust these types of things. These Hollywood romances. <laughs> I I have to admit, I don't know. When we were discussing these topics today before we started recording, I just thought, what a weird world it is where we're discussing home improvement reality <laughs> stars and their love lives. Because this, I don't feel like this would have been a topic five. Definitely not 10 years ago, right? Totally. Yeah. They've become, it's kind of similar to like The Bachelor where like all the people who go on The Bachelor garner their own Instagram followings and like kind of start being public personalities in their own right just from being on this TV show. That's the same thing. And then, and then the greater internet starts caring about what these people are doing. And it's it's, so it's all because of Instagram and, and TikTok and all that. Like it's because we just we, we have 
we have access to their lives more like we we have a more like intimate look at their lives so like if we have a way to log in and they want to show us stuff like people are going to log in so yeah it's interesting that's true I mean I was going to say it's the chip and Joanna Gaines effect but I guess for that to start you have to have them on your tv and then you have to have access with your instagram and so yeah all these these folks who I wouldn't think would be that interesting before have now become (laughs) you know regular in our living rooms um yeah even Ty Pennington I mean Ty Pennington's been on on tv for a long time but do you think that news of his engagement would have garnered this much of a uh, attention 20 years ago no I don't think so I I I can't no I don't, I don't either like I don't think we would have seen on the newsstands in a couple days like <laughs> in Us on, Weekly or yeah yeah like type in anything gets engaged but maybe like a little like sidebar but <laughs> right right everybody's got their platform and it's so easy to get sucked in and and interested and way more personalities than I ever thought possible than I yeah than I ever thought possible or that I ever even needed to be honest sometimes I'm just like scrolling and I'm like oh my god why do I follow this person like why do I care but for some reason it's just like it's a human thing I don't know um Anyway, so yeah, so Chriselle and Jason are heating up in Italy. Uh, I guess we can also mention that Jonathan Scott, who has been with Zoe Deschanel for a couple years now, it's yeah. they've been going strong for a while. Um, they're still together because we've been looking into all of these home renovation and real estate adjacent celebrities I was like well are Zoe and Jonathan still together and yeah they are they just took a trip to San Francisco uh they seem like they're great so they're just quietly happy and she is awkwardly still hosting the celebrity dating game which I have which you have definitely watched well (laughs) um okay you have to watch at least one episode Natalie Okay, fine. I the will. best part about it is uh, Zoe Deschanel's fine. Okay, she's cute, whatever, lovely, awkward, quirky. Fine. Uh, Michael Bolton is <laughs> is he da- is he he's hosting with her, right? Yeah, but he's just he's not really hosting. He just provides weird commentary and then makes up a song about the celebrity. He is <laughs> simultaneously the most cringeworthy. And the most phenomenal part of the episode. What a strange career move for him. Terrible show. It's awful and the most cringe thing I've seen on television. And yet I cannot look away. Oh, gosh. Okay. uh, I highly recommend if if you're in need of 30 minutes or, I don't know, an hour where you just need to zone out and forget about the world outside, tune into the celebrity dating game. Oh it comes on right after The Bachelor, so like naturally, I just fell into it. Um, okay, and then one more couple that we have to talk about is, of course, Christina Hawk, Christina, oh, yeah. formerly Christina Anstead, formerly Christina El Musa um, of Flipper Flop. <laughs> uh, you put this on here, and you said Christina is vacationing with her new beau. Which, it's a very new bow, apparently. 
they've only been dating for um they've only been official since i think the beginning of july when they went to mexico his name is joshua hall he's a licensed realtor in texas and yes they have not been together very long he specializes in the greater austin area i know that much Maybe she's going to move to Austin like everyone else in the world. Maybe. She does have a house in Nashville, too, like everyone else. That's true. Yeah. Um, So apparently they were seen at the beach, presumably Newport Beach, because that's her territory, uh, with her kids, and they were just having fun on the beach. So Christina also has a summer flame Good for her, I guess. (laughs) It was her birthday vacation, I guess. In Mexico, yeah. And they went just the two of them. Mm. So lots of steamy relationships. Well, Uh, God blessed all of them. We are recapping Battle on the Beach. Episode three, the main bedroom showdown. We love this show. We do love this show. If you haven't joined us for our previous recaps, just the very, very quick overview. Battle on the Beach takes three renovation couples and gives them each an identical house to renovate. They are paired with uh, HGTV star mentor to help them through the process. So each one, each team is paired with either Ty Pennington, Allison Victoria, or Tanya Nyack. And... Each week we go room by room and they compete for the best room at the end. I assume they're going to compete for the overall best house. And the winner gets a cash prize of $50,000 at the end. They get a cash prize along the way for each room of like one or $2,000. So we well, have, they up the ante this week with 3000 I know. For- well, they did a lot. They did so much this week. So week one yeah. was kitchen. Week two was living room. This week was the main bedroom. But then also, surprise, you're going to be doing a guest bedroom, too. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys, that's a lot. And when they say week, week. they mean week. It's seven days that they have to work on these projects. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Um, They did have some help from carpenters for the guest room. So at the top of the episode, the the hosts announce that twist number one or, the, or just one of the parameters of their remodel of the the main bedroom is that they have to keep the wood paneling these are old beach houses with old white washed wood paneling and uh some teams have embraced it like ty's team has been all about the wood paneling they've kept it in the kitchen and the living room while the other teams have been like ew gross and taken it down mm-hmm. so uh, it was interesting to see how they incorporated that and like made it their own as opposed to just keeping it on the wall and like painting it. Right, right. So they were told they had to keep the wood paneling and immediately Ty's team who's been using the wood paneling was like, we got this in the bag. Mm-hmm. Like we were going to do this anyway, even if you didn't tell us to. <laughs> so they they seemingly had a leg up from the start. And worth noting that Ty's team hasn't won a challenge yet. Yes. So Team Allison, which is 
Shawnee and Josh. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. Team Allison, which is Daryl and Sunjay, they won the the kitchen the first week. And then Team Tanya, which is Carrie and David, they won the living room last week. Right. So Ty's team is looking for a win this week. It'd be super embarrassing if they didn't. Um, So, I mean, we don't really need to. We can talk just about, like their design ideas when we go over the the finished rooms but um did you have any like impressions about just like first impressions about the plans that they were laying down like I for example am so over Chevron <laughs> I was right. I, I was shocked that Carrie and David I, I thought it was smart that they decided to pull the paneling off of the wall and repurpose it into like a different pattern I thought that that was smart um albeit kind of tedious because <laughs> uh, they couldn't just demolish it. But they decided to put it into a chevron pattern on the wall, which is like so 2012. Yeah, I was going to message you about this. And this was Tanya's suggestion, actually. And they took to it yeah. like, a, like a duck to water. Uh, chevron is, as far as I know, unilaterally considered to be an outdated trend. Yeah. So when Tanya suggested doing a chevron accent wall, I was extremely surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were like, and let's put in a barn door. And I'm like, no. Right. I was like, why are you taking all the things that are have been said are are, are making their way out? Um, that was surprising to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, the, uh, and I'm probably jumping ahead, the actual execution of it, though, looked really good. That's what Dave, David and Carrie are good at execution. Like, he is a true carpenter. And, he, like, every every room that they do, like, the style might be either, like, outdated or kind of, like, cheesy modern f- farmhouse or whatever. But, like, every every line is crisp. Every, you know, paint's paint stroke is it's clean and it's yeah so kudos to them for that um shawnee and josh decided to remove the closet to open up the floor plan and at first i was like no like you need a closet in the main bedroom but then i was like if this is a beach house people don't have to move their entire wardrobe into it they put it in the bathroom you're packing a bag no that was david and carrie Shawnee and Josh just had the two, like, uh, wrought iron-looking, like, open, basically, like, hangers on the side. All right. Well, now I have more opinions. But but still, even though they don't have a big closet in in the main bedroom, I think that's okay. Like, they did have hangers. No. And when you say no? Hard disagree. Okay. All right. Well, minimalist, maximalist. <laughs> You're not a maximalist, but... I hated it. Uh, Shawnee and Josh's. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if now is the time to drop that bomb, but I hated their design. I also um, think I, that ha- having closet rods up without a closet is not minimalist. It is maximalist because you're seeing all your junk. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the challenge. Then you have to be a minimalist in how you pack. <laughs> so Mm-mm. it's... Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. We'll move, um, we'll move on. We'll come back. <laughs> uh, we should mention the twist number two. Um, or I guess we kind of did. The twist number two, which was they had to create a guest room. 
We did. It was it was a big tw- <laughs> it was a giant twist. <laughs> they had to create a guest room. It was called a communication challenge because they had to create a guest room by telling using 10 minutes to tell their car no five 10 minutes to come up with a design and then five to communicate that design to the carpenter right and then they walk out the door they close the door and they don't see the room until the carpenter is done which was insane (laughs) yeah like talk about a heart attack how long did the carpenter have to build the room i assume the same amount of time a week Okay. Maybe slightly less. I think slightly less because then they said that any work that the carpenter didn't finish, the designers can right. They can had to get, get in, in there, there and, and like it. fix it, and that that yeah. showed up with I believe Sunjay and Daryl. They came in the room and they realized that Daryl had failed to communicate that they needed flooring. Yes, and <laughs> their contractor, their carpenter, did not. They weren't thinking for them. They just followed the instructions that they were given. And, <laughs> and the instructions they were given did not include flooring. So the the room didn't have a floor. It was just plywood on yeah. the ground. That's, so that's what it Darryl was. So Daryl and Sunjay had to get in there and spend the time that they would have spent in the master slash main bedroom and then start flooring this guest bedroom. I mean, in terms of like the guest rooms... Uh, degree of difficulty i thought that carrie and david's design was the hardest to communicate to their carpenter uh just because of like the pant like the headboard wooden things that they wanted built at the the wainscoting yeah it was kind of wainscoting went all the way up she called it like a waterfall something or other and i was like good luck communicating that with your designer i don't even think they could show them like sketches i think it all had to be like only words so bravo to them um so they really had to do two bedrooms in one week yeah not easy uh josh collecting ferns made me really happy (laughs) no that made me so mad (laughs) josh at one point decides that it's diy project time and no, while Natalie, it wasn't at one point. It was in the last hour before they had to wrap on the challenge. And what was Shawnee was like hanging like light fixtures or like making she's a bed trying or... to like put the finishing touches and make sure everything is is up and up for the judges. And he's off frolicking in a field across the highway picking <laughs> ferns and making these bundles. Which, by the way, were not well received by the judges because they said they smelled, and I quote, poopy. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, big uh, swing and a miss for Josh with his fern (laughs) bundles. I think I just appreciated the youthful, like, spirit that he was exuding. It was cute. He He was, like, talking to the ferns and being like... You're just growing right here. You're just so <laughs> green and happy. <laughs> I was like, Josh, you're so you're a gem. Okay, or you he's just had enough <laughs> by this. Maybe point. He's just yeah, lost it. <laughs> maybe maybe it was also like creative editing too. Like maybe that I'm didn't sure. actually. 
Shawnee did not seem hour. amused, though, that that was how he was choosing to spend his time. That's I, true. I agree. I do not think that it executed very well, but if it made him feel good, <laughs> that's fine. Apparently, it did smell very good, and that was a point against them. Yeah. He took a risk, and it did not work out. Uh, let's talk about the final designs. Okay. Uh, do you want to say who won? Uh, Shawnee and Josh won the main bedroom. Mm-hmm. While the guest bedroom award went to David and Carrie. Yeah. So I guess in the beginning, it was supposed to be one team was supposed to take it all, both rooms. But Mina and Mike, the judges, went through and they felt that one team deserved the prize for the main bedroom and one team deserved the prize for the guest bedroom. So I um, and I call BS. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I I think we, and we said it last week. I'm sorry. And I've loved actually Shawnee and Josh's designs up until this point. Mm. I hated their main bedroom this week. And I think they were only <laughs> given it because they had to be given it in order to stay in the contest. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Like, why would they even continue? Yeah. The bedroom, they are, okay, so I believe it was cohesive with the rest of the design that they have going on um, in their house, which is kind of like that Venice Beach, hippy-dippy, bohemian style. Um, there were there were parts of the room, though, that looked just a little too arts and crafts, like that uh-huh. bamboo fencing on the the. the ceiling yeah at some point shawnee had ordered for 50 dollars some bamboo fencing which <laughs> props to her for you know getting a steal on something she thought she might use it in the future i don't mm-hmm. feel like this was it she took the bamboo and they Stable. layered it on the ceiling also I, I will say did they knock out the ceiling to make it more vaulted they vaulted the ceiling and i think that 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 could have been the key to them winning. Yeah. Because I, there was... I will yeah. give them that. I am a girl who loves the vaulted ceiling. So if they made that ceiling higher, that was a good call. But then she mm-hmm. put this bamboo on and it, they just sort of stapled it up there and it had a <laughs> seam running through the middle and it just... It didn't look very finished. It looked tacky. Yeah, very unfinished. And it's like, okay, are you trying for a tiki bar vibe? Or like, what mm. What are you going for here? And yeah. then the room itself had the wood paneling still showing, but it also had more driftwood. I'm so over driftwood. God, if I don't see <laughs> another piece of driftwood in these houses, I will die happy. Like, it just didn't, nothing jibed for me. It was not... It was not a cohesive look, and so I am extremely shocked that they were chosen as the winner of the main bedroom. Um, the ceiling might have done it, but I also just think it's because they knew they had to. Otherwise, Shawnee and Josh don't stand a chance at winning the whole house. So when I think like beach house or like vacation house, I'm thinking like I want that room to be just like clean, crisp, you know, pretty minimal just like you can you can come in you can relax and yeah I didn't get that vibe from Ty's team it looked dingy it was dark like there's just like a bunch of like dirty wood everywhere you might get in in like Cuba 
Yeah. Like I just I I was not I'm sorry, Ty, I was not here for it. I've I've liked the other designs so far, but Yeah. Uh it was it not was bright. By far my least happy. favorite. I Allison's and Team Allison and Team Tanya were vying for my first place and then Ty was not even in the running. Well, let's talk about Tanya's team's rooms. Um, they won the guest room, which I totally agree. I think they, like I said, the the headboard paneling on the wall was a really cool touch. The fact that they were able to communicate that so well to their carpenter was really impressive. In five minutes. In five minutes, yeah. Yes, um, I'm, give me that carpenter's number, please, immediately. <laughs> also, he was very cute. So, also give I, me oh, his number. Yes, um, I, I did. I did really, despite the chevron. I did like their bedroom. It, it looks uh, like I said when, I, when I look for a vacation room, clean, crisp, bright. You know, somewhere where you can relax. So they definitely had that vibe going on. Yeah, I I don't know why they didn't win. Maybe they just the producer just didn't want to give them another win. I th- I honestly I have to think it was that. Yeah. Because I I honestly think David and Carrie slash Team Tanya and Daryl and Sunjay slash Team Allison's rooms were superior. Um, yeah. Both of them did. And that was the difference. Both of them did that accent wall behind the bed. Mm-hmm. So Allison's team did uh, a geometric thing, but it had some paint dripping. And I understand mm-hmm. you can fix that. But of course, Mike Holmes was all over that. Uh, <laughs> Mike Holmes was on a roll this episode. He really was. He's really leaning into his his character. Jeez, uh, the Chevron, you know, I was surprised to hear her suggest it. I was surprised to hear them do it. It made me almost wonder, is Chevron having a a moment like a comeback no no let's put the kibosh <laughs> on that no it is not <laughs> i'm gonna stop that train right there no okay. i i agree i agree <laughs> i'm over chevron but the the execution in the wall it looked really good and it looked yeah. pretty timeless uh, it was executed well whereas allison's team did not have good execution that was a knock against them right for sure but it's For still sure. Allison's team still really looked like airy and beachy and they had like yes. the rattan side tables and I mean I don't know. Allison can't go wrong in my opinion. I'm I am always team Allison, but mm-hmm. uh Okay, so if you had to pick one of these rooms to stay in, which one would you stay in? I, I'm, on a on a vacation. I'm between Allison's and Tanya's. I think I would pick Tanya's actually despite my disdain of chevron it just looked the cleanest despite not having a closet yeah I don't need what do I need a closet for I'm on vacation true that's how I roll Despen- depends on how long you're staying I guess it does yeah sure sure it does um so this was a great episode again a lot of little design details so um, much. oh my god we didn't even talk about the fact that Shawnee and Josh's guest room had grass cloth in it yeah which I love that's I my parents like, dining room has grass cloth and I remember always being kind of disgusted by it and then you know recently I've heard that grass cloth is coming back into style and I'm like 
Grass cloth is classy, man. It is. Yeah. I I really appreciated I appreciated that their guest room idea was so simple too. When they drew it out, it seemed like they weren't trying to do all these like crazy accent wall feature things. It was just like, let's do some cool wallpaper. Let's put the recess lights up so it, it makes it brighter. Like, And I was like, you guys can't go wrong. But Yeah, but then he ran into a field across the street and tried to do more, which is why my notes say <laughs> in capital letters, less is more. Less is more, Josh. Less is more. I think that's what we've learned Like from each room, each winning design each week. Less is more. Okay. Anything else we want to say about this episode? I'm looking forward to the next one. It's bathroom week. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like next week is going to equalize this a little bit. Again, I'm so sorry, Ty and Shawnee and Josh, but I really do feel like you guys kind of won on a technicality this week. Um <laughs> I don't think you deserved it. So yeah. I think next week we kind of restart the clock. And right. everybody has now one to one to one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll be really interesting to see what they do. The The premiere made it look like it's very dramatic and difficult. Lots of arguing. Lots of like, wait, what? No, 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 no. Like, yeah, lots of lots of drama. So we have that to look forward to. Love this show. Can't get enough of it. Now it's time for Celebrity Winners and Losers. This is the segment at the end of our show where we discuss the real estate deals that celebrities have made and we talk about some good ones that we admire and some bad ones that we don't. (laughs) Admire. That's a good word. That's a good word. Admire. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Natalie, start us off. We're going to get started with our loser this week. Our loser is... Erica Jane... Um, of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her uh, I think they're still technically married but her husband Tom Girardi who she's divorcing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans know Erica Jane and Tom have been going through a lot of drama um, it's one of the main points of this uh, season they are our losers in real estate because um, they had to drop the price of their Pasadena mansion. Uh, it initially listed for $13 million in May, and um, they dropped the price again a month later, and we recently learned that it is now listed at $9.98 million. And it's interesting because the value of this home is $11 million. So... They, I guess, are willing to accept just anything for this house. Um, can, can you give me and our listeners who are not Real Housewives fans a <laughs> like 30-second synopsis of the drama? Sure. Quick synopsis. So Erica, Jane, and Tom Girardi uh, are divorcing. And Tom has apparently been going through a lot of financial issues he apparently owes more than $56 million to creditors, formal, for, former clients, and lenders. Uh, I think the State Bar of California charged him with, like, misappropriating millions from clients. <laughs> and Erica is kind of pulled into this because Tom has, 
he, I think he transferred like $20 million to her um, right before they got divorced. Mm. And uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, that's a way to like hide the money or, or a way to, you know, it, it just very shady money practices <laughs> with Tom. Um, there was also a documentary that came out on Hulu called The Housewife and the Hustler. Uh, and... They had interviews with former um, clients of Tom's who say that when they got settlements uh, for cases that Tom represented them on, Tom's company did not release the funds right away or they like only released like small fractions of the of the settlements that these people were awarded and should like have in their names Um and he is, I wouldn't call him an ambulance chaser because like that's kind of demeaning. Um, I know that he, you know, has a pretty prestigious firm, but he he represents people who have been in like big accident cases. So, uh-huh. you know, like house explosions because of like gas lines and he wins the family like a $3 million settlement from PG&E or like, you know. And so he's representing people who are who have gone through really hard times and then to just be shady with the money that they're owed and like not give them their money like it's just so many shady money things that he's done anyway so that's a little more than 30 seconds but um now I appreciate the insight (laughs) Tom is definitely a loser um for more than just real estate (laughs) And people, and then the thing that other people, like people who care about housewives are trying to figure out is like, how much did Erica know about this? Mm. Was Erica privy to Tom's shady business practices or was she just the housewife, like totally in the dark, Mm. gets her monthly deposit, you know, her husband funds her like pop star career and she's just like... I didn't ask questions. I just, you know, cooked him dinner and had sex with him. (laughs) I'm I'm just uh, the wife. Um, Yeah, I'm just the wife. I didn't know. But it's just weird. The whole timeline's weird, too, because, like, Erica one week was saying, like, yeah, Tom and I are good. Like, things are great. And then the next week, she tells the housewives that they're getting divorced. So it's just... It's shady. Like people are saying that her divorce is a sham too, to to cover up like spousal privilege or not spousal privilege, but to I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. I don't know how many of our listeners uh, <laughs> care about Real Housewives if there's like that Venn diagram overlap, but um, yeah, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> but their house is now embroiled in this this whole thing with with the huge price cut. Right, because it's an asset, a fairly big asset. I mean, this house is, it's an older house. Tom actually bought it uh, in 1980 for $1.3 million. So he, I'm sure he stands to make a profit no matter how much he sells it for, although <laughs> he's kind of on the hook for a lot more money. Does he get it or than, does she, though? Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I, we, I don't know about their prenup. Like, I don't know. It's the tricky politics of divorcing and splitting up property exactly oh and i want to make a correction um it wasn't a malaysia airlines flight it was lion air flight 610 um for the crash victims uh so 
yeah he he apparently misappropriated two million dollars intended for those crash victims and that forced him to file bankruptcy gotcha so yeah taken money from families whose family members died in the plane crash <laughs> pretty pretty loser behavior if you yeah ask don't me. feel don't feel too sorry to call them our losers this week no 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 and in all. fact we have two losers this week we um <laughs> try as we might we did not find a winner in our real estate deals this time we have only another loser to give to you and that is yeah it's another couple somewhat embroiled in scandal right now mm-hmm. it's john legend and chrissy teigen and yeah. they are a loser not for anything on twitter or anything like that but for finally selling their 90210 mansion at a seven million dollar discount yes Chrissy Teigen uh, is going through being canceled, as she as she has said. Are you a Chrissy Teigen fan? No, I've never. I mean, I, I'm not like a hater, although I, I do not condone the things that she's been accused of in terms of like Internet trolling and right and bullying people and things like that with Courtney Stodden. Um but no, I've never been like, oh my God, I stand them, John and Chrissy. Oh my God. Yeah, me neither. I've been kind of indifferent. Nonetheless, um, you know, John Legend, of course, like huge A list singer, songwriter, um, producer, EGOT winner. He's yeah, he has. he's won the big four, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Uh, and then Chrissy Teigen, former model, cookbook author, television personality, Twitter personality, current uh, canceled as it turns out, canceled personality <laughs> troll. Um, this house they bought it from um, Rihanna. Yeah, and it it screams to me Rihanna. We just talked mm-hmm. about Rihanna's another Rihanna home last week or maybe the week before that was very mm-hmm. farmhouse and we were mm-hmm. like uh that doesn't fit with our image of rihanna this one fits with my image of rihanna it's very modern very contemporary like i can see her making herself at home here i i, I do see john legend and chrissy Teigen making themselves at home here uh nice views nice yard with a pool big kitchen for chrissy yeah, huge kitchen. I know that this one has been up for sale since last summer, the summer of 2020. So it's lingered on the market for a while. They reduced this home's price from $24 million to $17.7 million. And the buyer for this house that we're speaking of right now bought it for sixteen point eight. So... They didn't do too great in terms of what they wanted for for it. It was on the market for a while, and they had to to take way less than what they were asking. Not great. Uh, and they actually, before they sold this place, they had two Beverly Hills properties on their um, books. <laughs> they purchased a seventeen point five million dollar house uh, house lol um, in September of twenty twenty. So uh, they were probably just looking to unload this place. One of the many properties they have, yeah. Yeah, because they have places on the East Coast, too. Um, 
So fine. They're just like, let's get rid of it. It's probably no sweat off their back. They have so much money. But still, that's that's a that's a real estate loss. And for that, they are our real estate losers. All right. And that is it for House Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you like the stories that you talk that we that we talked about today, you can go to your show notes and read more. Um, We'll have links to stories about these homes. You can look at photos. You can also go to realtor.com slash news or uh, Google realtor.com plus the topic. And you should see the article pop up for you. Also, Thank you to everyone who's left reviews on your podcast platform of choice. If you haven't, please take a quick moment to give us a five-star rating and write us a review. They mean a lot to us. And uh, yeah. Tell us what you like or don't like over email if you would like. Uh, Our email address is podcast at realtor.com. That's singular podcast at realtor.com. Or you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at House Party Pod on all three. Yuppers, hit us on the gram. We're not on TikTok yet, but you never know. You never know. Could well, you imagine? We might surprise like, you. What What would we What would we do on TikTok? <laughs> I could come up with some stuff. We have no business being on TikTok. I get some. I can get creative. It'll be fun. Uh, All right. Thank you for tuning in again, and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.